our first interview will be on Crystal uh, with Crystal Duncan Williams, who's a project leader at Youth Capital. Uh, we will discuss with her the um, how the youth should be included in tackling the unemployment in South Africa. So, good evening and welcome, uh, Crystal. Good evening, Ishmael. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I've started well, and you know, and then while I'm busy cleaning here and 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 being all trying to be sanitary, I move my my papers around and I introduce the wrong person. So I apologize. No, I apologize. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So please do tell us um, the youth. How can we get the youth more involved? The country's economy is something that the president addressed today while commemorating Youth Day during a virtual dialogue with young people uh, as part of, of Youth Day commemorations. So here's a scary fact. According to the latest quarterly labor force, if we filled up uh, FNB Stadium 80 times, it still wouldn't hold all young South Africans who are not in education. How do you respond to that? Um, yeah, so um, we we feel that often the youth unemployment crisis um, feels like it's a big overwhelming challenge and people don't really think about the numbers, which is why we use that F&B stadium analogy because mm. it really puts into perspective for the country just how dire the situation is. Um, and at Youth Capital, um, we are a youth-led campaign um, with an action plan for change that combines data with young people's lived experience um, in order to switch gears on, on youth unemployment. And we think that this is important because um, those numbers of, of youth who are unemployed have remained steadily high for over a decade now. Um, and we think uh, the main reasons for this are twofold. One, that young voices are missing from the conversation. We speak at young people, but we don't talk to them and with them. Um, and secondly, that uh, it's going to take a range of stakeholders to fix the youth unemployment crisis and there isn't a clear agenda um, that everybody can work towards. And so at Youth Capital, we're really looking to fill that that gap. Well, you know, that is, that's, you know, that's quite noble and necessary. Um, so how much do you agree with the president's statement that young people need to find new and creative ways to res- reset the country's economy? I ask this uh, for a couple of reasons, but uh, y- y- let, let me just put that to you. How do you, how do you, uh, you know, I'll come back to some of the global facts and global mm. issues at the moment. What do you, how, what do you make of the president's statement? Well, I think, you know, in youth day, it's nice to say nice things to young people and to put all the spotlight on youth. Um, but what happens tomorrow and a month from now, um, and two months from now, you know, at, in the, in the SONA just this year, the president made the announcement about the presidential youth employment initiative. And I understand that COVID-19 has gotten in the way of many plans. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't had any progress on that. This is supposed to be, you know, the president's big push. Um, there's an office in the presidency that's holding government departments accountable for this new plan. Um, and again, like all the other youth employment plans before, there's no follow-up. Um, and we don't hear anything. And so. Right. It's quite frustrating for for the president to, you know, be talking to youth um, and saying that they need to come up with the solutions because that's been the problem, right? We leave young people to fend for themselves and we don't Mm. fix the systemic issues that leave them at a disadvantage Mm. um, and leave them ill-equipped to to thrive as adults. I can imagine that. You said that we need to ensure that there's solid infrastructure to support young people throughout this journey. 
Um, how do you go about building this infrastructure, and how long do you think it, it will be before it, it yields results? So we obviously acknowledge that to fix the youth unemployment crisis is not going to happen overnight. But that's why we also believe that there hasn't been any traction. Um, and so our plan spans three key focus areas, which is education. Um, we want all to start to finish. Uh, transitions, the time between leaving a place of study and entering the world of work. We want young people to be supported in that vulnerable time. And then um, the third area is jobs. We're saying um, in an economy that's not growing, let's look at existing opportunities and make those opportunities count for young people. Um, and so Within these three broad areas, we've got these 10 action points and we're saying, you know, there's, there's small action that can be taken. So for one example, is young people don't have um, social capital. A lot of young people, 60% of young people live in households without an employed adult. They don't know how to look for work and if they find work, they don't know how to behave when they get there or what is expected of them. If every employed adult in South Africa connected with one unemployed young person, that could be a huge change. So there are small changes that can be made and then there's big policy shifts that need to happen. Right. Um, Right. You ahead. know, things like the employment tax incentive is very structured towards big business. We need to reduce that red tape so that it can be easier for, for SMEs to apply for that um, tax incentive. So there's a range of things that, that can be done. And at World, there are some small, short, short-term short wins and then some longer-term policy changes, um, which will take a couple of years to get right. Absolutely correct. The thing is, uh, there are some countries that rely up to 60% of their GDP and small business, and that those are the employers we should be funding and we should be getting. But uh, before, you know, I, 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 last night we talked about the challenge of young people face in education, which mm-hmm. uh, ultimately determines their employability. So what practical ways can we do to address this problem in education? In education specifically, um there's a few interventions that we're we're punting, and the one we've been speaking about a lot lately is a catch-up plan. So um, we're saying before COVID-19, we knew there was a problem within basic education as well as post-school education where young people fall behind. They have knowledge gaps, numeracy, basic numeracy and literacy gaps. Um, and because nobody's paying attention, you know, classes are big, classes are crowded, um, these young people slip through the cracks and they fall further and further behind and eventually they drop out. So especially with the impact of COVID-19 and lost learning time and the inequality in access to learning material during lockdown and during school closures, yeah. um, we're saying this catch-up plan is more important than ever. Um, you know, we need right. to check all learners um, and students and make sure that they all feel counted and seen in the educational journey and are supported to complete whatever it is that, they're, um, that they've started. Well, you certainly have a great uh, set of ideas and proposals and I, and I you know, it's Without sounding patronizing, I hope it, it gained some traction. I just wanted to um, bring to our listeners' uh, attention um, that the matter was critical before the virus, and it's mm-hmm. now become even more so. But Absolutely. I think I also want to, if you allow me, put it into a global context, uh, because this is it's, it's what I do. Um, you know, at the start of this year, there were 621 million young people aged between 15 and 24 years old who are not in education, not in employment, not training. There, are, there were 750 million young people that are trained but have no job. In, next, in the next decade, a billion young people will enter the labor market and large numbers of young people will face a future of irregular employment uh, and informal employment. 
and almost 90% of all young people in developing countries are facing unemployment. So we face a global problem, a structural problem, a systemic problem, and this is my personal view based on my own research and my own interest. It is it's one of the problems that we identified with capitalism. It is failed to prepare for the next generation of workers. So thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thanks so much for having me, Shmuel. You're welcome.